There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You want me to start rolling now? Can you guys hear us? So you've heard all this. You've heard everything Uh-oh. that you've... we've. Oh my god! Uh oh! Whoops! Did That's I swear? A... Uh, Do you want me to play a theme or anything uh, here? Are you rolling here? Yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, hit the open music. <laughs> all right, here we go. Hey y'all! Here's Kenny. No, no. With new Reavers. No, 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 no. Oh, the wrong one. No, you're already screwing it up. Wow. All right, it was this one. Give me a guitar. There we go. There we go. Oh, flop, sweat, and progress. <laughs> How long is this? Tell me this is like five minutes long. <laughs> you got another 45 seconds, sir. All right. I'm going to let this establish. i got to think about what I have to say here. Your name is Kenny. Well, I'll just tell everybody then that this is my kid again, huh? Dylan Heights. Dylan Heights music. The amazing Dylan Heights. Which he'll be a superstar before his time on earth is done. Hope he makes lots of money before I'm gone. My name is Kenny. I'm here somewhat reluctantly. (laughs) (laughs) The name of the show, and it's proof that anybody can get a podcast, uh, is News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Um, Don McLean of My Talk is gracious enough to join me. Thank you, Don, along with... Oh, my gosh. Thank you very much. Along with uh, John Hyde, who I've been working with for years and who I don't hate. Stop (laughs) saying that. I love being with John. John, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Before we get started, uh, we have a guest, uh, Joe Suchere. But before we get started, I think we have to background everybody on how this happened. Okay, sure. Uh, sure. And truth be told, I've been fighting with management for a couple of years now about this uh, and shutting them down because I I don't want to be a a host of anything. Uh Uh-huh. But they want me to, and it's not because I'm brilliant. It's because (laughs) they want content. Are you lost, sir? Um. Who is the fruitcake (laughs) that just wandered in? Well, he seems protected. It looks like an N95 he's got on. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, meet my friend Joe Suchere. Put on your headphones, Joe. Uh, how are you going to talk to us through that mat? Now, that's a mask I use for painting. <laughs> Say something. I can't hear Oh, my gosh, he's not no, saying No, anything. you're not going to do this. Uh, no, no. <laughs> he just said hi, Joy. He's been calling me Joy. Joy? And I don't know why. Joe, for take, first of all, take off that ridiculous mask. Oh, you're all sweaty, clean shaven. Put on your headphones. Let's check your levels. Go the levels. Going pretty good so far. Huh? Oh my gosh. We're uh, we're working on that in progress, Kenny, because uh, Joe's uh, mic is not on, but it should oh, be there right we now. Go. Push the button. Up. I've never seen anyone more unprepared to do a show than you two. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have. You've obviously never watched us do the beer show. I couldn't agree with you more. For the first time in my life, you're absolutely right, Joe. For a million dollars, name, uh, give me the name of the lady sitting right next to me, to my right. Joy. <laughs> her name is Dawn. Dawn. Yes. Uh, what's her last name? 
Wells. <laughs> so she, Wells. She was, she was, I love it. Joy Wells coming from the news desk. <laughs> it's Don McLean. Don McLean is the producer. Like the singer, American Pie. Don't Just right. think uh, of that. Uh, she's the producer for the Jason and Alexis show on uh, My Talk 1071. And uh, she is the only person I have ever met that shows up for a radio broadcast or a podcast prepared. Well, <laughs> because you'll note she's got a clipboard full right. of stuff. Johnny Hyde, of course, always prepared. He has a laptop. I have nothing. <laughs> you got a phone. I, I, I've got nothing. Um, so our whole—I've never been a guest at the state fair. Our whole crew. Anything. Our, our whole goal here is to just get—I don't know—kill 45 minutes to an hour. Wrong Killing. attitude. Killing time again. Really, the wrong attitude. What do you? Uh, That's the Roycey attitude. Which yes, is. Sir. Get it over. How do I what I, how do I get rid of these thirty minutes? Roycey would come to the fair and play a recorded interview and then sit here. Yeah, that's that's why I admire him so much. So I, I thought it would be interesting once to uh, not have you in charge, so you have no say over what's going to happen on the air during the show. Um, we could fail miserably, which so far we have. Yes, we have. Um, and, and I kind of want you to get to know Don and Don to get to know you. Why? I'm not doing this again. Um, <laughs> He's like, who's Don? I thought she was Joy. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. But my goal, my final goal in bringing Don is is to replace Reavers and Rook with yeah. one person. Yeah. Wow. Wait, so you what now? Yeah, you. Oh. You're, you're gone. Okay. So, uh, because she actually prepares for broadcast. She gets ready. She's always uh, I feel bad because I don't know that about Reavers. Isn't he, I mean, he hasn't been fired, so he's doing okay, right? I have a, well, he, I have a question. He started okay. the show with the wrong song. Yes, That's sir. True. Is there a plan here? No, yet? none whatsoever. Uh, it's a very sparsely populated first day of the fair. Yeah. Yeah. That, that worries me a little bit, yeah. And virtually no masking that I can see. Well, um, we wore a mask on the bus. As soon as to. we got off the bus, we yeah. took them off. Right. I've noticed a few people wearing masks, but not a lot. Um, but it sounds like we're going to be able to at least get this show in and most of GL in without... Doesn't rain on GL at the fair. <laughs> Never have. Even if we Are have to... Maybe, maybe once in 26 okay. years. Yeah. yeah. Um, Don, um, unfortunately, has made the mistake of respecting you. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, we hope to cure her of that by right. the end of this show today. And to do that, I want to, her to get to know you. Um, and, and by way of doing that, Don, when I was uh, in Brown, what they call it, Brown College Radio yeah. School, in the early 80s, I was exposed to uh, Joe Suchere and Pat Roycey doing um, Monday Night Sports Talk. And it was literally the worst thing I had ever heard on radio. <laughs> okay. There's two guys that have awful voices that aren't talking <laughs> about sports, and all they're doing is laughing and joking and being ridiculous. Well... Long story short, I got a job at that station, oh. and unfortunately, my first job was producing Monday Night Sports Talk, where I quickly decided this dum-dum and his partner, Roycey, they're brilliant because they ignore all oh. the radio rules, they do it their own way, and they have a lot of fun, and this is the last time I'll ever say it. But I really loved him. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. What year was that? Um, 1897. <laughs> okay. Yeah, something like that. It was a, it was in the 80s, a long time okay. ago. Uh, and and uh, shortly after that, Joe got hired um, as a radio host, and completely disregards all the rules we have learned about how to do the job. He okay. does it his own way. I've noticed that. And it's a smashing success. It's wonderful. 
Um, he's a bit distracted now, and what, he, and he what looks are you like doing? he's. He Does Hyde ever get to say anything? No, nope, I don't talk. It's his goal to not say a word. <laughs> uh, so I just kind of wanted you to get to know each other, and we'll start by. Do you have any questions for him at all? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I looked up actually your. Um, he looks scared. Your I looked up your books on Amazon, and I just have a little <laughs> quiz for you about yourself. Well, I hope I can answer that. Okay. Um, so what year? Was modern, caring, sensitive male, a curmudgeon columnist, looks at life by Joe Souchere, published according to Amazon. 89? This says January 1st, 1750. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds about right. <laughs> it really does. Okay. This is the one book of yours I haven't seen. Now, this is kind of a, a phony book, right? It's just a collection of columns. That's true. Yeah. Right. So you didn't do any additional work for no. this. No. All right. Well, I laud that. I, I like that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, another question, Okay. Um, let's see here. Do you know who published Waterline of Fathers, Sons, and Boats from 2002? Putnam. It says David R. Goodine, publisher. <laughs> Okay. Okay. What was that book about? I forgot. Oh, my gosh. What was that book about? Uh, It says anyone who spent any time messing around with boats, wooden boats in particular, knows that those cunning curves, endless seams, and rotting wood hold more than practical challenges. That's the first part. This is done about ten boats. Oh. That, that mask, yeah. yeah. That, uh, okay. That's the book, I think, isn't it, that Royce said, you got to have some terrorists in there. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> got to have your old man saying he hates uh, Khomeini or something. The Ayatollah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Ayatollah. The best part of that book for me, and I read it in one sitting in an afternoon, I think I was pretty, I was heavily medicated that day because I had, <laughs> was uh, recovering from an injury, so I'm pretty sure I was wasted on Percocet. Um, Kenny has a lot of injuries. Yeah. The one thing I remember is at one point you had a panic attack or you got hurt and you were laying on the ground freaking out, thinking your life was over. Yeah. And uh, the CP, the chief procurer, that's his wife. Oh. Um, t- can you, do you know? Told me to take some kid with me to the store. <laughs> <laughs> basically completely ignored the fact. No, that basically figuring that you're nothing wrong with you, you moron, and I'm going <laughs> to prove it. So you really did have a panic attack. Sure, I used to get them frequently. Okay. Yeah. I've actually seen them laying on the floor back here. That's not true. There have, it's been a decade since I've been. Well, yeah. uh, I got over it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I think it's our goal to actually give him another <laughs> Give him panic, one doing him, this podcast. He doesn't attack. look interested enough, really, to have a panic attack. <laughs> so what? what is, since I admitted that when you started, you didn't know anything about doing radio, and that didn't matter, what is your theory on doing a radio show, or now a podcast. How do you approach every day? Do you think of listeners? Do you think of uh, a political viewpoint? What is it that motivates you to do this and pull it off? Well, you want a serious answer? Yeah, no, I'm I'm serious, Joe. Uh, I think the most important lesson I learned is never go into radio without having done something else. That's mm. that's not a bad idea. And you figure Is it because you might get fired at any moment <laughs> and have to go back to that? No, no, but okay. you you have to bring to the microphone a, a world of experience that is not just limited to having done radio. Right. So for years and years and years and it's, it applies to Patrick too. Uh when we started, we were so reverently uh 
favoring our newspaper work right that we we thought this was a lark yeah mm. and and i i reached a point in my life where we we crossed that threshold where right. i crossed the threshold and began to reverently treat radio right. while continuing to write pat has never gotten over that hump oh. i'm not saying that unkindly no that's just um i think i know why how much do you make <laughs> oh my gosh! What, what's your paycheck looking like? <laughs> I'm looking at the paymaster as you say no. that. Right? Oh no, she's not here, is she? Oh. She wouldn't miss the debut. Oh. Oh. Now, see, now Kenny was already nervous oh. when you had to say yeah, that. Yeah, she's can, behind his back. I can tell you when that happened. It's an interest when I crossed the threshold. Yeah. Uh, I was doing about four columns a week, mm -hmm. but the show Garage Logic I could sense was was really something that was going to happen. It was happening, yeah. and I went to the editor of the paper, who at that time was a guy named Walker Lundy, and a very active Adam's apple just kept <laughs> kept going up and down all the time. And it's very distracting, isn't <laughs> it? And I I went into him and said, uh, Walker, I'd like to reduce my column load to two. Uh, because my radio work has become increasingly important, and it, it's I need to devote more time to it. And he said, "Do you know how?" He was from Arkansas. Do you know how lucky you are to work for a newspaper that lets you do a radio show. And I instantly said, "Do you know how lucky you are that I work for a radio station that lets me do a newspaper column?" Ooh, that and that's was, where it switched. That was ballsy. Yeah. And, he, and yes. he took it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Boy. So what have you learned over the years? Nothing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I need more than one word answers, <laughs> Joe. I need you to stretch it out, buddy. Uh, I've learned uh, that, that it's, I love doing it. Yeah. When, you're, when you love doing what you're doing, you're not working. Yeah. We know that's true because sometimes on GL, we'll plan days off, and then the day before, Joe will say, never let's, mind. Let's do a show. Okay. Let's do a show. I got nothing else to do. Okay. USOB. Yeah. U -S -O -B. yeah. <laughs> We weren't going to do a show yesterday. Yep. Right. And for the first time working with you uh, in, in all these years, I believed you. Mm -hmm. And I made huge plans mm -hmm. around getting <laughs> stuff done on Wednesday. And then on Tuesday, you decide, you know what, boys? We're doing a show yep. on Wednesday. Yep. Well, we're so invested in the fair. We're very, there's very few media outlets out here. That's a flimsy excuse. No. <laughs> so I thought, well, let's continue to you know, hammer home the idea that we'll, we'll be out here. And let me repeat, this is a very sparsely populated state fairground. So I'm is. impressed yep. with how many people are standing out here yeah. right now. Oh, wait for an hour from now. Yeah. yeah. Hello, uh, way back there by that beautiful tree. Okay, I got about another five minutes. No, <laughs> no, you're going to be here for the, the entire run. I can't. I got to eat. I'm going to eat state fair food no today. you're not well what, i had to leave so early that i haven't had a chance to eat anything so i'm gonna oh, walk wow. around and figure out what i want to have i think that's a good idea do we have any guests for today oh yeah quite a few okay yeah oh so i don't have to do any news i can just say no 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 oh no. so uh, any more questions I mean, he loves the Royals. I have some questions. If mm -hmm. you'd like to do uh, some oh, royal yes. trivia. Yes, yes, right. yes, yes. Okay. Uh, if you didn't know, Joe loves the royal family and anything about, uh, hopefully you know some of these answers. Well, I here. love them for my amusement. I don't oh, really Oh, really? Them. You yeah. don't find, you don't uh, I think they're ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just see if you know who, uh, some of these questions here. When the Queen stepped out for her first official engagement since the start of the pandemic, what was she criticized for? Wearing the wrong dress. No, not wearing a mask. Oh, not wearing a mask. Uh, okay. All right. She was adhering to social distancing rules, though. Mm -hmm. So that's what she was criticized for. Okay, who said this? Look over here. Pay attention to us. Yeah, I am. <laughs> who said about Meghan Markle in 2020? Uh oh 
I'm not a fan of hers, and I would say this, and she probably has heard that, but I wish a lot of luck to Harry because he's going to need it. William. <laughs> nope, that was Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump. So, <laughs> speaking of Megan, what are your true thoughts on Megan? Yeah. She's the Yoko Ono of the Royal she Family. She is. I, I kind of agree with you. Just a gold digger. Oh, just a fraud, complete phony. Oh, I think Harry's going down the wrong road. What's her Hold final? up. Wait a minute. Something, <laughs> something ain't right here. What do you suppose her final goal is? I mean, what has she got planned? It ain't him. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Pretty, pretty strong feelings. There. I do. Uh, what about... Uh, I love the way they lecture us from their $25 million Malibu estate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what about Camilla? Are you down with Camilla? Oh, I think Camilla's a rock. Really? Oh, yeah. She's the strength of the family. Is she, is she still with Charles? I, th I think so. She broke yeah. that marriage up. Oh, I know. I know. Well, she, it shouldn't have happened in the first place, and right? And she's portrayed much more... Uh, uh, lovely on the crown as so, she is in real life. A, a, a guy I know... <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, you know what I mean. Uh, uh, a guy I know... Okay, I got another minute here. Uh, uh, this, this I think you have a, don't you have a spot to do in this show? I'm looking at this beautiful Bintelli <laughs> e-bike. Isn't that cool? You're going to do your ad now, huh? Well, I can. Wait a second. Wait a second. GLers, my talkers. Here's a guy that is on a show as a guest and brings his own sponsor. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. we have to talk. stop talking while the guest does an ad Please. for Bentelli e-bikes. That's a Bentelli e-bike from EcoFun <laughs> Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake, and you can register to win this bike. It's a $1,700 value. Uh -huh. You can register right here with uh, showing your code to something. I don't know where that oh. is. And then you can, a, or you can register at the merchandise counter, or you can register uh, online at garagelogic.com. That's the type of e-bike that's become so famous, five levels of electric assist. And also at uh, EcoFun, a uh, full line of those little scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure, uh, Yamaha products, youth recreational equipment, and uh, helmets apparel, just great people. We've, we've ruined their lives. They have to build a new building. <laughs> because they've been overwhelmed with GL support right there on the Highway of Love on Highway 61. But these are f really, really fantastic bikes, and I encourage you to try to try to win this Bintelli e-bike from EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. If you were a true spokesperson for this company, you would get on that bike and yeah, give us a demonstration it. right now. <laughs> Take it for a little spin. Oh, gosh. Nope. You're really on. pushing it. We needed to stay at least two more minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, we need them for longer than that. <laughs> um, what was I, I was going to ask you something about Camilla Parker Bowles. Um, and now I don't remember because you interrupted my thought with an ad, Sorry, which reminds me fault. of the time, Don. This guy is so full of himself <laughs> that uh, one time I was in the middle of doing an endorsement for a client, and Joe interrupted me yeah. with an endorsement of his own. No. A a I don't know. That's, client, that's a, a true story, and I, and I apologize. I had to finish after he finished his. I don't know how that happened. And, yeah. Don, that's not to be confused with the time that Joe did a story uh, on charcoal and people started to email us thinking that he was now endorsing Kingsford. Yeah. It, was, it was a 10-minute gripping story, too, about charcoal. This, I, I got fascinated of the origination of charcoal. The Ford Motor Company had a lot to do with it because we they were beginning to advertise using those vehicles to go out and go camping and explore and, gr and grill food. They invented charcoal. He's going he's to do know, it again. I listened to uh, a handful of GL podcasts before I got into this. Mm -hmm. and I Only really, a handful. Huh? I, I did. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, 
you know. I produced two other shows over there, so <laughs> so I heard one about the uh, the guy who was looking for the first Catholic church in oh, Minnesota, yeah. and I thought that was really interesting. Was fun. Yeah. Uh, Do you George, still contact him? Help me, George. Uh, yeah, I still Jetson. remember his last George name. Jetson. George. Uh, uh, George Will. Jeopard. No. I, I apologize, George. 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 I apologize, George. Yes, George I am in Pat. contact. George, George Pat. Pat. George Pat. Yeah. Now, were, yes. Kenny, you were going to go out and help him yeah. because you're really into Oak Island and, and he searching just, for yeah. treasures. He recently invited me to go down there with him. I have not answered his email yet. Mm. Because yeah. you don't like to do things. Uh, I like to talk a big game and then not follow yeah. through. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. that, that's kind of my deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, more questions for Joe. Let's okay. stretch this out. We've got, uh, we, what, 45 minutes? Well, I thought there was, it was, this was well, news from the Krabby well, wait, Coffee I was show. just going to say, we should point out, when we start doing this show in the studio in a couple weeks, it'll yes. be absolutely nothing, nothing like, like this. Nothing like this. It <laughs> won't be this. No guests. We'll be reading news, Don and I, and <laughs> does, reacting to does news. Does that mean I have to come more prepared than I did today? A little more, yeah. Just just a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's grill Joe. Be- uh, oh, oh, that was that. what I was going to do. Tell Don the initial... Um, your initial idea of garage grilling and where the term garage logic came from. Well, when we started the show, we didn't have a name for it. Right. It was just Joe Souchere. And uh, like every other talk show, I was doing what every other talk show did. But when it came, and it started April 29th, by the time the fall election season rolled around, what were talk shows doing? Well, they were talking to political candidates, mm-hmm. interviewing them. And I thought... Well, let's interview, and I was a little concerned about, uh, even back then, the, the growing political class, and I said, let's interview these people in garages where they can see the real accoutrements of uh, the taxpayers, lawnmowers, rakes, snowblowers, shovels, ladders, and, and that the people live these lives that require these kinds of implements and work and what have you. So there you had it, came out of that. That is every brilliant. Time, every I didn't time, know that. Every yeah. time we interviewed somebody, and at that time, people were sending us postcards and offering their garages for us to show up in. Oh, that is yeah. so grassroots. I love it. He's really Very overthought cool. it, hasn't he? <laughs> I mean, is that true? I can't tell no, if he's lying. No, no it's, no, it's absolutely okay. true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, no, it's absolutely true. We were interviewing true. Skip Humphrey in a beautiful garage in North Oaks. And he, he managed to slip between the benches and just fall right on his ass right there on the, <laughs> on the garage floor. Really? Oh, yeah. No. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me another question, Don. Come um, on. Okay. Well, let's, I mean, let's use about up your the Royals? Or, okay. No, I don't care about You don't want to care? Okay, fine. Yeah, let's, let's move on about yourself. Uh, uh, let's uh. see. Do you know what the cost, the highest cost is for one of your books on eBay? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Somebody is selling the Garage Logic, a companion guide to life in the radio town, a paperback version for $69.95. What? Really? Yeah. That's more than I made on the whole deal. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not seeing a dime of no. that. Oh, That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, there are 21 used, and they start out at $14.47. Yeah, so, it's a fun yeah. book. Yeah. It's a fun book for GLers. Do you know who the publisher was for that particular book? Yeah, it was local. Uh Boy. An animal's name is involved. Lion's press or? Uh, uh, well, press is involved, but not a lion. Uh, <laughs> a body of water is involved. Raccoon press. <laughs> uh, Reavers, help me. Uh, Mink Crick. Minnehaha press. No, Beaver's Pond press. Beaver's, Beaver's Pond, Pond press. Pond. Beaver's yep. Pond press. Oh. 
Interesting. So is that a part of the whole garage logic? Uh, is this like a fake town? Yes. Has it become, okay, because it's kind of, you've been around for so long and it's kind of hard to understand all the pieces. Is it like Prairie Home Companion? I like where you're going Only there's black people. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We've often been uh, likened to Prairie Home Companion, except we actually know black people. Yes. Killing me. I love it. It's good. This is a good thing. Now, when you get in fights with CP, what does she say something? What do you know? You're just a fake mayor of yeah. a pretend town yeah. or something yeah. like that? Right. Oh, right. wow. Where did that whole thing, did you rip Keeler off? Where did that, uh, that whole I, that concept come from? I, I, can't, I did not consciously, obviously, rip Keeler off. Keeler's a very talented guy, and uh, he created quite an empire there. And... Uh, I, maybe in my subconscious, I was thinking, let's just have a, a town. But I always, I always felt that it was far more real than Lake Wobegon. Well, the thing with Lake Wobegon, I, I loved listening to news from that. But he does, he leaves out the meth heads. Uh, he leaves <laughs> out driving into the ditch because you're so drunk yeah. and calling a buddy and abandoning your car till the middle of the next day. Right. He leaves out all the realities of what really goes no, on he, in a small he, town. He created completely a fantasized small town yeah. and didn't and never had never varied from it. Right. Once you turned that on, you were in that imaginary town of Lake Wobegon and the real world did not intrude. Right. Unlike Garage Logic, Garage Logicians live in the real world, but we imagine ourselves to be somewhat protected from it because of our garage logicianship. Perfect. Logician? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are there any magician logicians? (laughs) Yes, there are. I hope not, because I'm not really into magic, so. No, there are. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, really quick, uh, I don't want to derail the segment by any means. Who is that guy? uh, Hi, it's Chris Reavers. How are you? the guy you're replacing, (laughs) Don. So, uh, should we be worried at all that uh, we are planning a noon start for Garage Logic? And I just got a text from Rookie saying, just about to hop on the shuttle. Oh boy! Well, no, that's oh. that's why Dawn is being considered. Oh. <laughs> Actually, what I think we should do is take a break, and we should come back and prove to Joe that we know what we're doing. And give him a little bit of a sample of what this show will actually. But I got to like. get something to eat. I got to go get You're something. You want right some spam here. bites? Yeah, we, yes. we spam actually bites. have food no. for you. No. You can sample that when we come back. Ooh. Reavers, hit that stinger. <laughs> again? Yes, sir. Yeah. Brand new piece of music we've never heard before. It is. All right, welcome back to the Krabby Coffee Shop with Don McLean, John Height, uh, me, Kenny, and our special guest, Joe Suchere. Since uh, I want to prove to you that we really know what we're doing, so we're going to do a little news. These are stories that wouldn't make it onto your show um, because they're just not serious enough, uh, <laughs> or s- stories that wouldn't make it onto the Jason and Alexis show on my talk. So we're going to let John start. And, yeah, uh, please, John. Give us something Say good, something. John. Well, and sometimes we just run out of time. Which is no fault of ours. It's yeah. a Mr. Impatient, so over here that just can't take it anymore. A story from Brooklyn. Horrified mourners watched as workers at a cemetery tried to force a coffin into a grave that was dug too small, according to a new lawsuit. He had one job, didn't he, John? One job. Yeah. <laughs> the, the co- now, this, you got to love this name. The coffin carrying the remains of 79-year-old 
Clarabelle Oppenheimer. Oh, boy. <laughs> got stuck in the grave and popped open. Oh, no. As workers struggled. Did she pop to... up like Clarabelle the Clown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> popped open as workers struggled to shake it free during the somber burial turn. Popped open? Force. The lid flew open? Uh-huh. What, was this in the United States? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. We're not Brooklyn. what we used to be. I was, well, yeah, Brooklyn. I missed that part. When family and friends looked inside the coffin, her hands were no longer folded as they had been in the funeral home because of rough handling, according to the lawsuit. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Eric Rothstein is an attorney for the Oppenheimer's children, said, I believe the cemetery is in the business of burying people. I think the most basic thing they do every day is dig holes. Mm-hmm. The lawsuit uh, claims there were 35 mourners at the cemetery who said their final prayers and placed roses on the coffin and then watched as workers tried desperately to lower the box. you got to save this story for Royce, who's the son of a mortician. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Yeah. And their last, their last uh, viewing and their last thing they're going to remember about grandma or aunt or mom is one in the Claire Bell. Her hands flying out. Claire Bell like this. <laughs> I've been saved. Hands? Was it, oh, her hands were just not like this. They were not like this. They yeah, weren't they're... making any rude gestures, <laughs> no, were they? No, okay. no, no, Just no, wanted no. to make sure. Uh, when the coffin got stuck, by the way, this makes it even worse, the workers tried more aggressively to get into the ground. Shoehorn it in. Shove that sucker in there. <laughs> exactly. Guy's got his foot on it. <laughs> the lawsuit said they kept pulling and tugging. Even after the top It's opened. a long story, isn't it, Jim? See, yeah, see there he the goes. See, the there he goes. we, we got to kill an I got to remember I should <laughs> shut up. I'm the guest. <laughs> uh, some members of the family watched crying, according to the suit. I think, we, I think we've got the idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I guess I'll go to the next story. Yeah, you don't, don't worry, John. You won't get any of that from me. I'll, okay, I'll let you flesh it out. John, the thing you'll realize about Joe is um, waiting is not a yeah. very okay. good strength of his. A bad waiter. Very bad. I have one that we didn't get to use this morning. Um, uh, witches are trying to hex the Taliban. Um, there are some witches out there that have gathered online to fight against the Taliban with a mix of direct aid and magic. It's not working. Uh, so, so they just they get together online. Um, they have charities aimed at helping Afghans, but then they also put hexes and spells. On the Taliban. Two terrible explosions today yeah, at the airport. In uh, do they have a web address that we could send our wives to? Maybe they could help out? Oh, well, they are on Discord, uh, which is sort of something. Oh, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> what what, what kind of bio there, didn't it, Never Don? mind, Don. I think he's calling our wives witches. I'm not sure. Oh. John, do you, John, do you have another story? <laughs> oh, here we go. Look, look at this. Just By the way, when we do GL, yeah. when we do GL, I'm sitting where you're sitting. Yeah, that's fine. All right. I'll either sit where you're sitting or where Joy's sitting. Joy. <laughs> Again, Don McLean. Don. My talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my here's, gosh. Here's the kind of story Kenny likes, okay? I, I know he'll like this one, even if you don't, Joe. All right. In Louisiana, if you're looking to spice up your love life with an outdoor experience, there's a new spot for swingers opening in Mamou, Louisiana. It's called T-Boys Swinger Trailer Park. <laughs> oh, no. This has got reality show written all over it. Their motto, bring your house and share your spouse. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Yeah. Best of luck, pal. <laughs> I'll be reading a book. <laughs> the, man, the man behind all this is David Acoin. He said, you can come to Mamou for many good things, and this will be one of them. Uh, he's opening it for a couple's into swinging. He says the swinger community is surprisingly bigger than you might think. Oh, boy. 
He said since putting up the sign where the Swinger Park will be, he's gotten calls from swingers all across the U.S., Pennsylvania, Arkansas, no all around Louisiana. He says, in fact, he's getting so many calls they can barely keep up. Can you see Ricky and Julian from uh, Trailer Park Boys here? <laughs> oh, my yes. gosh, I love it. Yes. Such, did we lose you? Everything I okay? was looking at radar to see how uh, much danger we are of rain, and uh, I it don't think we are. like it is. Yeah. I, think, I think we're good. Yeah. No, it's good, yeah. 30% chance at noon. This is not very uh, uh, informational for a podcast, but... Yeah, informational okay. for us. Do sure. we have any pictures of the uh, trailer park oh, uh, participants? We don't, and I don't. I don't think we really want any. Yeah. Do we? Usually right. not. Just I guess. don't. I don't need any. Do you have another story, John? I got one. <laughs> uh, you've got several, though. Go I've ahead. Talk to I, a lot. You know what? I like this trade-off thing. This okay. works. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. So this is really a question for you, Joe, and everybody here. Uh, a woman's Facebook post is going viral. She asks if she packs too much underwear. For a week of vacation. So oh. apparently she had 14 pair of underwear. For how seven days? How, yes. How many pairs of underwear do you pack when you go on vacation? All right, just a moment. Uh, <laughs> I want you all to know that this is not garage logic. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be up sometime noonish, or, you know, it's going to have a liquid start somewhere in there between liquid noon and 12. Start. This is not you, garage you, logic. You want a disclaimer sign, don't I you? I want know? a big disclaimer this sign that said, I am, I, mean, I am but a guest here, and I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> I uh, One pair is enough. <laughs> Thanks for that endorsement, Joe. Yeah, one yeah. pair is enough. One pair for the whole week? No, I load up the bag with the Chill Boys. Okay. Chillboys.com. Oh, uh, Tell yes. them Garage Logic sent you. How'd you like the way I did that? Yeah, thank you, boss. Yeah. Appreciate it. Very smooth, very smooth. Uh, right. you, you know, I have a car story since Joe's here because I know you like the car stories, okay? So, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Play along, dummy. I am. Come on. A Russian hot rod enthusiast. That's, oh, I just, saw this. I saw did this. Did you see it? Yeah. Showed off his latest custom vehicle, a car that shoots jets of fire right. from the headlights. Right. Oh, I it's like very this. cool. Vahan Makalyan, a mechanic whose previous creations included a car that walks on eight legs instead of wheels. Sure. Said he used a VAZ 2106 Ziguli. You familiar with that? Nope. Commonly called a Lada 1600 to create his latest custom car, which he dubbed the Dragon. Quillian shared a video on Reddit showing the headlight flamethrowers launching jets of fire about 20 feet. That can't be legal. Yeah, I'm that's sure what I was thinking. They're commies. What do they care? <laughs> oh, it's Russians. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. He said he is planning an event for later this month that'll feature another car that he will use the Dragon to set on fire. Oh, so he'll boy. set a car up. He'll shoot the headlight flames and start that car. Man, he's got a lot of time on his hands, doesn't he? John? He really does. When's the last That's time? Russia, like you said. Yeah. Have you driven rush hour any time in the last few years? Sure. Uh, I'm on the freeway this morning, coming in from the North Metro, 5 a.m., doing I'm close to 80, just keeping up, getting consistently passed by people pushing 100. What have I wow. been telling you? People it's, are driving like gas costs 12 cents a gallon. It's amazing. Yeah. It's harrowing. Wow. Yeah. So I spooled it up and kept up with them. Yeah. They all with it. Always let somebody, though, be yeah. faster. No, than you. yeah, you've yeah. always got to do that. Yeah. Don? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. How fast do I drive? Is that your? Is playing, that what you want to know? Playing the role of Kenny. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, here's one. Shocking news. People who plan ahead have more time and less stress, Kenny. Oh, well. Tell that to Rook. <laughs> yeah, he's on his way. Hopefully he'll get here I will once soon. he gets here. Okay. So they ask, are you a planner or a procrastinator? 
Uh, people put stuff off. They talked to 2,000 people who described themselves as planners or procrastinators. They found that planners tend to be happier, healthier, and less stressed, and they have more money. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm both because I'll make plans, but then I'll procrastinate on carrying any of those plans out. Joe, okay. uh, when you go on vacation, you get there the first day, you check in your uh, hotel. What's the very first thing you do? Call the airline to see if I can get home that day. <laughs> he is not kidding. He what? is not kidding. Why? Oh, oh that, you know what, Kenny, that's interesting. Don, ask Joe um, what type of hotel room he has to have when he's on vacation. Okay, Joe. Lowest floor possible. Lowest floor, okay. I don't care if it's next to the ice machine. And that is uh, why? Because I'm getting the hell out of there if I have to. Okay. And, okay, well, since Don's not familiar with this, tell Don. Say when you go to a concert right. or you go to church or whatever, what's the first thing you try to do? Where do you try to situate yourself? Well, I I I, I scope the room and then I got to be on an aisle seat. Yeah, I got to be on the aisle. You got a quick escape. I got to have an escape case. route. Just have you ever happens. seen the end of a concert? Have you ever seen an encore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, recent, I have. How about recently? Yeah, REM <laughs> okay. ten years ago. Name some of the biggest acts that you've walked out uh, walked out early <laughs> ooh, just, ooh, ooh. just so you can get a rush on the track. Pick me, pick me, Reavers pick me. knows one. Uh, I attended the uh, U2 concert at TCF Bank Stadium with Mr. Souchere, and uh, he got up just as it had begun to rain about halfway through their set, and my wife, who was pregnant with my 9-year-old son at the time, she said, oh, will you get me a water? Yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. And then I said, we're never seeing him again. <laughs> <laughs> He walked out on you, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's an Irish goodbye. Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> Irish goodbye. <laughs> All right. Uh, this, one, this one's for Kenny. Connecticut woman who found a card containing $500 on the ground. You'd keep that, right, Kenny? Oh, gone in a second. Well, this uh, woman enlisted the help of a friend's mother to track down the owners. Wow. 23-year-old <laughs> Gabrielle Perry said she was going out to dinner with friends when she spotted an enveloped card on the ground in the parking lot of the Maritime Aquarium. She said the envelope, which also contained 500 bucks cash, was addressed to Reverend Dennis. Oh, you'd even steal from the clergy, wouldn't yep. you, Kenny? I, so See? are you See? telling me if you discovered a wallet and that wallet had, I don't know, $500 cash in it and the ID, the address, and all the important cards... Tell me that you wouldn't take that cash out of there, spend it, and then send the rest of the wallet home to the guy. That's a garage logic concept called the common surface savings and loan. What's that? Uh, $500 exceeds what you would be entitled to uh, finding it randomly. If you found five bucks on the ground, I've got no problem with you putting it in your pocket. But a 500 bucks addressed to a reverend, you got to make an effort. <laughs> But $500, you could buy, like, a lot of, I don't know, beer. You wouldn't do that. Beer. Kenny, you wouldn't take the money. You got to make would an you? effort to find the reverend. I'm too Catholic to do that. My mother would be like praying rosaries for me every ten minutes. You uh -huh. know, you know. Did they find too much the guy? guilt? Did they find him, John? They did. In fact, uh, this reverend, uh, the note on the card said, "Thank you for marrying us." Then the inside was a really sweet, heartfelt note for the reverend. Uh, the friend's mom went online, found a couple with matching first names, whose wedding was scheduled for the date. Wow. They found the wedding registry, and they were able to connect. They found out who married them, and the money and card were returned to the reverend. Because and they, they, were, they were ethical people. Exactly. And were they given any sort of reward uh, at that, all? That is Besides not Besides the reward in heaven. I'd, I'd <laughs> have given a hun. I'd give him a hun for that. Yeah. No, no word on whether or not they received a reward for it. Wow. Uh, do you have any 
pop culture stories? Pop, Anything sure. that would uh, really uh, set him off? Neither rookie nor Reavers. Britney News. Anything? Sure, I've got something with, for, about Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah perfect, <laughs> perfect. Okay. Can you give your Kim Kardashian theory since you're not doing Garage Logic right now? No. Okay. Oh, he's got this top secret <laughs> Good try. Kim Kardashian theory that he will not share on or off the air, but what? he says it's brilliant and it explains everything. Come uh, clean. Neither rookie nor Reavers has ever arrived for a show with printed material. That's what I'm telling you. It's amazing. That's what I'm telling you. Uh, we don't know <laughs> that. That's not true. Um, not only do I have my ads, but <laughs> I also had the entire schedule for the uh, Minnesota State Amateur Baseball Tournament last weekend in case you oh, wanted to dive into uh, to. various games. Give me a Kardashian story. Okay. McLean. All right. So I don't know if you heard this, Joe, but uh, Kanye West is trying to legally change his name to Yee. Mm-hmm. Instead of not Kanye, but Yee, because right. he's known by his friends as Yee. Right. Well, Kim Kardashian West is saying nay to Yee. She's not <laughs> following his lead in the name change department. She wanted to make people assured that she's going to stay Kim Kardashian West. I'm thrilled. Huh. Yeah. That's all you can give me. Can I, you I name? Just, I feel uh, nothing about these people. Are can, you? But can you name their kids? No. North not and one? south oh, and you've east got one. and west. And you've got Two, right? West. Um, you've got uh, no, north. No, wait. Would it be that'd be west, west. west. <laughs> <laughs> be west ye. It's yeah. north, Psalm, Chicago, and Saint. Well, that's just uh, obviously preposterous. <laughs> he he is actually so pompous and so better than the rest that for years and years they had a running bit. Him and uh, Pat Roycey where they would give approval on baby names. Right. <laughs> and they would actually do a show back yeah. here on the big, on the big stage. stage. People would be lined up for and a mile. There would be thousands of people lined up with their baby seeking appro- approval from these two hoopleheads on the name of their baby. That oh reminds me, what what day are you guys doing that this year? We don't do that anymore. Call it the baby walk. We don't do that anymore. And the baby walk. The really embarrassing part is if they didn't like the name, there'd be a big foghorn noise. <gasps> oh, I love Steve this. And, Steve and Julie from Aiken are here. Hey. And they, uh, they emailed me earlier and said, very low visibility, even as close as Malacca from the forest fires. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Are Kanye and... Uh, are they trying not to help together, you out right? here? No, they're not together. They're not together. Maybe she, you address that. I know. No, well, she, she um, thank God, uh, uh, is going to get a divorce now. from him. Uh, if you're going down the Kardashian we route, might, I'm uh, done. i got to go find we, some food. We, we must almost be done, aren't we? You give me one more Ten story. Ten minutes. One, give me more, one story. more story. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I too, here. feel uh, that this has gone on long enough. But don't get to play the five-second showdown with you guys? What's that? What's What's that? Five second showdown. Mm-hmm. That's that game we play on my yep. talk with Jason. Which yep. uh, oh, we talked about this this morning because it puts people on the spot. I think we should play that with Such. Okay. Um, Such, this is a game <laughs> where we're going to give you five <laughs> seconds to answer a question involving what three categories? Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different categories. This is not garage logic. <laughs> but All right. Such. We could steal this and use this. No, on I, don't, I don't think so. No, listen to it. Listen to it. All right, hold here on, we go. Just hold on, just a moment, John. Get a story ready. Let me just go through this app. I wasn't prepared to do this, but let me. Okay, here we go. Well, we're used to. I'm, I'm ready now. People not being prepared. Yeah, okay, don't worry. I have to put this up to the mic so you can hear the timer. This is what kind of what makes are, people are, nervous. What is the object? object the objective here? is I'm going to say name this Something. or that. Yes. Oh, all right. Okay. Name three animals that lay eggs. Hens, birds, 
Uh, alligator. Time is up. Nope. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Loser. Give me another one. Okay. Uh, this show. <laughs> <laughs> this is asking me if I like this app. I guess I like it. I'm using it live on the air. God, I hate that. Um, let's see. Let's try this one. Name three organs. Kidney, pancreas, liver. Good. It's no fun when Give you get some. Give him a round of applause for getting that right. I mean, okay, here we go. You'll like this one, Joe. Name three dictators. Mussolini, Hitler, uh, Dan Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, That's Dan. That's our big boss. <laughs> hi, Dan. <laughs> oh, he's here. Oh, no. Hussein. Yeah, it's too late. You, you know, you lost. You lost. Can you all name of those. three Mickeys? Yeah, I can. Mickey, Mickey Rooney. See, he's already out of time. Mickey Mantle. And Mickey Mouse. Mickey Way, they take that one, won't they? <laughs> Mickey yes, Way. They will. Mickey Way? Mickey Way. Have we done enough? I think so. Oh More gosh. than enough, I think. <laughs> Bring up the music. Bring up oh the my. music. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're done here. We're bailing. We have nine minutes left. No. Okay. That's, that's, that's the wrong that's music. That's the intro music, Chris. That's what you're getting on this fine production today. <laughs> well, I think we can all agree that this has been a miserable failure, and uh, I want to apologize to all the GLers and my talkers for coming but, out yeah. for the uh, one and only uh, news from the Caribbean. You're doing Coffee it next shop. Thursday. I, I promise Save you, time. this will never happen again. Big round. <laughs> Round of applause for our guest, John, uh, John uh, Hyde, Joe, uh, <laughs> Joe Suchere. Thank you for staying so long. You Thank bet. You, you, you guys. <laughs> Thank you.